We're heading into our segment here on uh, linear regression, um, sometimes called regression analysis. We have a data set here, X and Y, and the good news is the author, you know, blatantly tells us what's X and what's Y. The weight of a car, and they give us various names of cars. I didn't write those down. But, uh, and then the MPG, miles per gallon. In the first part, I want to practice, hey, let's make a scatter plot. Um, XY, let's make a scatter plot, which will show us the strength of the relation, and then let's somehow retrieve little r, the correlation coefficient from the calculator. Okay, for starters, what I did was, and I have the data there, but obviously I put the data in L1 and L2. So from now till the end of the term, you should get in the habit of whatever your X data is, put it in L1, whatever your Y data is, put it in L2, and you'll be safe through the transformations that I'm about to go through. Okay? If you, met, if you veer from that path at any point, you'll probably goof yourself up, because I've done it to myself many times. So, okay. So L1 and L2, we got that. All right, now we go to retrieve the scatter plot. And I'll just scoot this over, so I think I'll put this over here. Okay, so remember all the plots we want to see are under stat plot in yellow. So second stat plot, hit enter. Remember when we did the box plot and the histogram and all that? Everything we need is underneath there. So now what do we need? We need a scatter plot. So highlight the first guy right there. That's your scatter plot. Hit enter. The good news is, by default, see, it says X list L1, Y list L2. If it doesn't say that, make it say that. Okay? Then zoom stat. We said from now till the end, it will always be about zoom stat. So zoom stat. Hit enter. Poof, we got our scatter plot. Now the first thing we see, I hope it'll let me write on here. Will it? Will it? Oh, it, won't. it won't. Sometimes it lets you write on the graphing calculator, but that's fine. I'll write it over here first thing we see is that there was a negative association. And this is just without actually getting R. I'm seeing that there's a negative association and that it was fairly strong. Let me pull that back up. Negative association, this means as X goes up, Y goes down. All right, now you say, well, I want to know exactly how strong that relationship is. Is it negative 0.99, negative 0.95? So here we go. I'll hit, I'll hit pause. Okay. So we have our scatter plot. We see a fairly strong negative association. Go ahead and hit stat, slide over to calculate, slide down to lin reg. Now notice lin reg says ax plus b. And in algebra, we were always trained that y equals mx plus b is the, you know, the slope-intercept form of a line. It's the same thing. They're just using an a instead of an m. No biggie. Okay, so we hit enter. I'll say that again, stat. Slide over to calculate, mm -hmm. slide down with the arrow key to linreg. You can see me doing it. Linreg, linreg, and hit enter. Yeah, and now I have it on there twice, so. Okay, and then just hit enter because by default it knows that you have the information in L1 and L2. That's why I say if you don't have your information in L1 and L2, that's bad. Just keep it in L1 and L2. Okay, so now we can retrieve little r. We can retrieve little r from the calculator, and it says um, it was like negative 0.96, I think, which is what we thought. Um, now, if you're, I will mention this, is anybody's little r not appearing? Mm. All right, I've got you fixed. Do this once, now and forever, and you'll never have to do it again. You ready? If your little r is not appearing, hit second catalog. <laughs> see catalog down there in yellow? See it? Catalog? Slide down to diagnostics off, or on, I should say. Diagnostics on. Slide down to Diagnostics on, turn them on, and you'll be set for the rest of the year. Enter, enter. 
Now when you go and run your Lin Reg, go and run it again, it's going to be fine. I'll hit pause. So what a lot of people do, and again, this is if all else fails, do this kind of thing. What a lot of people do is they retrieve y equals ax plus b. They literally write it out. So y equals, unfortunately, the calculator disappears. So negative 0.00, I'm just going to take it to four decimals, negative 0.0069. So negative negative 0.0069x plus, and it tells you the b, it tells you the b is 42.9, that's what I'm going to round to 42.9. So some people, they literally write it out, 42.9, and they say, okay, there's my least squares regression line. And that's great, but now we want to be able to paste that into our graph. Okay, so the hard way of doing that is to literally go into y equals and type it. So I could literally go in here and type negative point oh oh six nine dot yada yada yada. Now I'm going to show you a trick. You ready? Fasten your seatbelts. Go to vars. Slide down to statistics. Hit enter. Slide over to equation and it says regression equation. Hit enter and it pastes it in there for you. The whole thing with all the decimals. I'll hit pause. Point. So just make sure that if you're using this pasting option that you actually go into y equals first and then paste your regression equation in there first. But like I said, if that drives you crazy, just type it in. Okay, now let's go ahead and take a look. Hit graph. Now we're running that trend line through there. If all goes well, which it has, your regression line should be the line that minimizes the sum of the squares of the residuals, which basically means you're going to have a fairly good, you know, decent amount of observations below, half of the observations below, half of the observations above. And, um, but this business with minimizing the sum of the squares of the residuals, that is actually um, something that you would do in calculus. We're going to lightly talk about what a residual is, but we're certainly not going to perform the calculus behind that. Okay, um, okay so let's add on to this. Um, let's say a Buick um, weighs that should be capital B, uh, 3,600 pounds, and gets, what was the MPG? 18. Yep, 18 MPG. Question is, is this um, above or below normal? And that's according um, to the trend line. Now, if you're a visual person, that's fine. We're going to go that way. But what we really, really, really need to do is to compute the residual. Okay, so first we'll go the residual path, I mean the visual path, which is just a look at the calculator. So if you hit trace, here's a nice feature, if you hit trace and use the arrow keys, see how the, the blinky thing, I know that's not the real name, <laughs> the blinky thing is going along the, <clears throat> the dots, okay? <laughs> but if you get it, try to get your blinky thing <laughs> to go along the line. See how my blinky thing's going along the line now? You've got to play with your arrow keys until you get the, it's like a video game, until you get the blinky thing to go on the line instead of the dots. So anywho, now my blinky thing's on the line, right? That's the trend line. I want to make a prediction for this, you know, 3,600-pound Buick. So what I'm going to do, option one is I trace along that line like I'm doing until I hit 3,600 pounds. Uh, that takes too long. So instead I'm going to hit 3,600 and then hit enter. And boom, it tells me the predicted Y value, 18.046. So a little bit of language here, 18.046. This basically means that Y hat 
is 18.046. So the predicted, the predicted MPG is that, is 18.046. But the actual, or what we're observing, so I like to think of it as this. A residual, um, a residual is just y minus y hat. It's that which you observed minus that which you predicted. So the observed value of y was 18. The predicted value of y was 18.046. Clearly the difference is negative. So negative, why isn't it writing? Uh-oh, stopped writing. Hmm. Okay, maybe it's fixed. Okay, so the residual is negative, negative 0.046. All that means is that um, it's above, or it's below normal. Now you say, well, I knew that because I can see it on the scatter plot. So meaning this, okay, if I go back to that trend line, okay, if there was any observation that was 36, uh, well, you can see it on the trend line here, 18.04 is the predicted value, and they're claiming 18, so 18 clearly lives uh, below that, lives below that line, okay? Um, so just throwing that out there, there is an alternative path for obtaining y hat. Remember that this is your predictor equation. So someone, little sidebar, someone theoretically could just store the 3600 in for x right here and crunch that out and get y hat that way. So if you just store 3600 right here and crunch it out, you're going to get the 18.046. The uh, okay, it's just a different way of approaching things. All right. The part that always gets people every semester is this. Compute the sum of the squares of the residuals. Big star. All right. So let's just remind ourselves, what is a residual? Well, it's y minus y hat. It's the, dis it's the distance between that which you observed, the vertical distance, and that which was predicted. So your observed value of y and your predicted value of y. So to do this for every single observation by hand would be tedious. So we're going to lean on the calculator. So stat, now let's see if I can talk you through this. Go back into your lists, okay? Now, in L3, Okay, in L3, you had, uh, basically in L3, I want to put all your little y hats. I want to put all your predictions. So your equation, do me a favor. Give me that, the one that we rounded off, the rounded off version. Give me that um, equation for y hat. Negative 0 0.0069 something, x plus? 42.9. Okay, this is the easiest way I can explain it. Okay. I want to put all these x values, let me say it like this, I want to put all these x values here in L1, I want to store them into this y hat equation, but I want the calculator to do it for me, so I'm going to write a command, you tell me what I did, negative .0069, notice I have it highlighted L3, I have it highlighted, and then I'm going to tell it second L1, and then I'm going to tell it plus 42.9, so what is the calculator going to do for me? It's going to do all that number crunching for me. Did you catch that? 
I'll highlight L3 again, and I'll tell you the command. What I did was I took, um, I wrote negative 0 0.0069. So negative 0 0.00, this is the command, 69, times L1 plus 42.9. Uh, so this is the command, note to self, command. It's really what you're basically doing is taking this X out and replacing it with L1 as your command. And you can double check there. I'll hit pause. Let's see if I can get you to say this. If in L3, if these are my Y hats, and my end game is to get my residuals, then what must I command L4? <coughs> yep. How come? Because it's Y minus Y hat. And where was your Y's? L2. Okay, so L2 minus L3. What's that going to get you? That's going to get you your residuals. Okay, there's your residuals. <coughs> but the end game, the real end game, if you look at the homework question, always asks you what's the sum of the squares of the residuals? Oh, okay, so here's the residuals. That's great. Um, now over here, what could, if, I want the sum, if I want the squares of the residuals, what must I command it? That's right. See, it's kind of like Excel in a way. Okay, so L4 squared. That's an L5 then. I just moved it. So we want the sum of the squares of the residuals. I don't know about you, but I don't feel like typing all those and adding those all together. So there's got to be a better way. So we're going to go to stat, slide over to calculate, one variable stats, hit enter. But now here's the trick. All that information was where? It was in L5, right? Tell it L5. Tell it L5. See how I did that? Hit enter. Notice the first thing says sum of all the observations. What is it? 7.79. So long, see how, sum of x, see how it says summation? I wish it would let me write on here on the calculator, but it won't. Let me see. Yeah, it won't. But right here, the 7.798, okay? So sum of the squares of the residuals basically is the 7.798. And we did that, um, obviously, by programming various things in, in the calculator. So you retrieve. That way, what I did was I commanded it, the 7.798, I basically commanded it to sum up all, what it did was it had summed up all these values that were in L5. Now, I, put, I podcast this problem because people across the board are having trouble with it. Is every problem going to be this bad in the whole course? No way. This is just one of the bad ones. Okay, so I'll reiterate that. If you want to add, think about your options. Okay, if you want to add up all these observations in L5, option one is you physically type them out on a calculator, which would be a pain. Well, how did you get all the numbers? Oh, well, that was a command. I commanded it to do uh, L5 is the squares of the residuals, so L5 was L4 squared. Okay. Everything goes in sequence. Yeah, so whatever was in L4, I squared it, and then that's how I got L5. So, and then if you want to add up all these things in L5, then you're going to go to stat, slide over to calculate, one bar stats. Oops, ignore that. Tell it L5, make sure you're telling it L5. One bar stats, tell it L5, and hit enter. And see again, 7.798. So.